I guess being self-made to me means getting somewhere by believing in yourself and getting other people to believe that too. And then you grow from there. Hello, hello. Hey, hey brother, how are you? I am good, thank you. So what time is it there? It's 8 p.m. 8 p.m. All right. So you had dinner yet or not yet? Yes. I had some pizza. All good. Delivered or going out? I got to say delivered. I'm a, I'm a pro at delivery. Um, I've gotten pretty good at it over the years. That's <laughs> good. That. So, so San Holo. What are they, do I call you that or I call you, which I fucking love your first name, Sander. It's awesome. Yeah, they call me, they call me Son. I, I've been, uh, people go back, back and forth between Sander and Son. So just call me Son. All right, Son. So do you know my brands? Did you know my brands before this? Bel Air or Bamboo or Ace of Spades yes. or Doucet? Any of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys send me some, some lovely bottles and I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Good. Have you had a chance to try anything? Uh, I'm moving tomorrow to a different place, and I've kept Perfect some timing. of them. Perfect timing. So tomorrow, we're going <laughs> to enjoy some great alcohol from you guys. Good, good. good. <laughs> we'll share it with friends. But so, so everybody knows, I'm Brett Barish. I own, uh, uh, I started and created a whole bunch of wine and spirit brands that uh, uh, I've had fortunate, I've had tremendous success and keep trying to do more and Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, et cetera. And uh, uh, San, you're my first uh, EDM artist that I've interviewed. And I get a chance to, it's really cool. I, I started this series a while, a couple of years ago called Self Made. It's all about the shit people go through, not the success. Because if I'm talking to you, it means you're already successful and everybody looks at you as successful. So it's the struggle to get, well, hold on, hold on. It's the struggle <laughs> to get there that matters most. Um, and I, I get inspiration from people. And when I read about you, and I got tons of questions for you, um, I, I get inspired because you have such positive vibes. I'm going to use that word. But for you, what, is, what do you think self-made means? What does that mean, your own success? Self-made. Um, self-made, it's, it's a good question, man. I got to think about that. Let me think about it. Self-made. I think... Um, in the end, everything is a team effort. You know, as you grow as an artist, you, you start growing a bigger team. First, you have a manager, then you have, you know, a tour manager added to that. Then you have a photographer, then you have a, you know, audio guy with you on the road. It, it grows. So I got to say, in the end, everything is a team effort. But I guess being self-made um, to me means um, getting somewhere by believing in yourself and getting other people to believe that too, you know? For me, it was music. Uh, the music I was making back in the days, people didn't really vibe with it at all, but I really I really believed in it, so I just kept going, and uh, and eventually people started believing in it as well. And, you know, then you get a manager, then you get people that enjoy your stuff, and then you grow from there. So I'll give you an example for me, and, and I always say that everything is, relatable so even you know you doing music or me doing liquor but when i when i first started the first three or four years of me doing this 
I was listening to everybody else and changing what I did to what they wanted. And yeah. then I, I realized that's, I'm fucking it up. And I have to trust my own instincts. Yeah, because, because that was, makes you special. That's what makes you unique. And you know, that's what people love. Did you, did you with, with, the con, with the idea that people weren't appreciative, not appreciative, but weren't, weren't getting what you were trying to do, did it make you question, all right, maybe I got to change? Of course, and, and it still happens. It's, it's still, it's an ongoing process. Um, but you get good at realizing, hey, maybe this time I also should stick to my guts, you know? Like believe yeah. in your, can you say that? Stick to your guts or stick to yeah. your guns? That's it, right? Stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, follow your guts, that's it. I'm Dutch, so I'm always trying to translate the things I have in my head to English. But, it um, works. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's really about, um, of course, I, I, I have days where I'm like, hey, maybe, maybe I should change that song to, to be a little bit more that or that. But then I realize that believing in, in what I do and what I think is cool got me here in the first place. So I just, that's what I do. Um, when did music kick in for you? When was it so, like, you know what, this is, this, this is what I want to be doing? Uh, I started playing guitar about, about 14 years ago. No, 15 years by now. No, I think 16 years. I, I, I keep saying 13 years because that, that's what I've been saying all these years. But man, I'm almost 30 now. So uh, I think it's... Uh, Look at you compared to me. You're young. Come on. Uh, man, you, you, have, you got a great beard, though. I, I, uh, <laughs> You'll catch up. You'll catch up. Give it 20 years. <laughs> yeah, so I started playing guitar like 15 or whatever years ago. And uh, ever since the moment I grabbed the guitar and I started messing around with it, I felt like music was, was something, uh, something special to me. And, uh, and it, I guess it felt, I didn't realize it back, back then, but I think music and creating music, making music is, uh, is one of the, the most direct ways I can express myself. And that's, that's why I love it so much. Is, is music, because when, when I talk to artists or entertainers, I almost feel like there's two personalities. Meaning there's the one person is, is them behind the scenes. The other one is once they get into the, let's call it music mode, it's a whole new person. Are you, is it two different people for you? It's, uh, it's complicated because um, sometimes in order to make, to make uh, art, you need to kind of let go of, of who you think you should be, you know, for yeah. the world, or, uh, you know, Sometimes it's really good to, to lose yourself in the moment. Yeah. And, and that's what I try. But like, I think I'm, du I'm Dutch and I feel like sometimes I wish I could be more 100% son holo, you know, because I feel like Americans are, are great at that. You guys can like totally go for the artist, but I, I still feel like I am Sonder sometimes, you know? And, and you, you'd like to be the other person. Yeah, yeah, I like I like getting on stage and then and entering the song whole world, you know, um, you know, and 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 I think uh, I think about that a lot, that distinction between the two. Um, but I I always rather have people call me, you know, Son or Sonder, and not Son Holo, of course, in real life. So <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, 
what was family supportive of you when you said you wanted to go into music? Uh, yes, I, I thank my, my dad and thank my mom. And uh, they, they were, you know, they told me, you know, music might not be the the easiest route, you know, or the or, or make the most money or whatever, but they saw it made me happy. So they were supportive of that. I had a lot of teachers at, at high school that said uh, music is like a very, you know, poor business, a bad business plan. You know, there's not a lot of money in that and you you got to get you got to be ready to, you know, give guitar lessons or like give music lessons for the rest of your life. And I was okay with that. I just wanted to to make music and if I just wanted to be around music. Yeah. Well, I think I think on a personal note, I think the hardest thing in life is figuring out something you love. And once you have that, if you can own that, you know, money doesn't matter because if you just love what you're doing, it makes life so much easier. So much easier. Uh a hundred percent. And I think some, some days I wake up and I, and I realize kids these days are, are kind of forced to decide what they want to become so early on in their life. And yeah. like, if you're 17 or 16, how can you possibly know what you want in life? You know, so yeah. I'm, I'm always pretty, I kind of encourage people to just encourage, encourage people to really think about what they, what moves them before they decide to like study this or that because it makes money or because they, you know, think it's expected of them because you might as well, you know, it's spent your life doing something you love instead of spending your life making money or building up something that you don't care about. So 13, 14, 15 years ago, who, who were you looking up to music wise? Oh man. Back in the days I already had a really music taste from, from blues artists like Stevie Ray Vaughan to, to, to DJs like Chesto and stuff. So it was, I really didn't listen to music as a genre. I, I just loved, uh, there was, there's something in every genre that I appreciate. Do you think, do you bring that to your music today, you think? I, I think I, I do have a very electronic uh, specific sound, but I, I like to tell people again and again that if something touches you whether it's a drum kit or a guitar or a synthesizer or a whatever if it touches you then it's okay you don't have to think about oh this is a blues song or this is a trance song or a trap song or a hip-hop track if it touches you you don't have to justify it in your head if it feels right it feels right so that's what i like to tell people do do, do you um Ever since COVID, I've been walking every day. Every day I walk like uh, in kilometers, maybe, uh, what is it, twice. So 15 kilometers. That's pretty good. Love so, yeah, and, and I know you like, so it's a whole new experience for me, this idea of slowing down, but yet I'm thinking. Does that make sense at the same time? Like the highest energy thing I could possibly do is think. And the slowest thing I could possibly do is just walk. And I get so many ideas. So do, where do your ideas come from? Honestly, man, I love going for walks. Yeah. Sometimes when I study and, and I'm like, is this a good melody? I'm kind of questioning myself. I stop what I'm doing and go for a walk and listen to all kinds of music. Then when I get back and I still have that melody in my head, I realize, hey, this is a good melody. So I yeah. use walks a lot in, in terms of, uh, in terms of just like, 
clearing my mind and looking around me and seeing beautiful things. I love nature. Nature is always happening around us. So, you know, you might as well embrace it and enjoy it as much as you can. Um, so yeah, going for walks, um, and this might sound really corny, but making music for me is really also a way of clearing my mind and like getting inspired. Really what I love doing. And, and it's such a, it's a, it's a jungle, man. Making music is like, there's so many possibilities, there's freedom and, uh, there's nothing I, I'd rather do. It, 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 um, I told, I was having a conversation with Lil Wayne and he asked me the struggle side. And my biggest issue is I, I have complete fear, fear. It's all going to go away. So everything, any success I had today, if it just happened, something great just happened just now, it's over. It just happened. I got to focus on what's the next thing. What's the next thing that's going to affect it even better and more. Do, where do you get your drive? Mine's, mine comes literally from fear. Yeah, I, I think that's a, it's really cool that you say that because I, I didn't know other people experienced that too because I, I'm exactly the same. When I reach a goal of mine, I'm always scared of, you know, this could be over in, in next year, you know? This could, yeah. I have, now it could be gone in two years. And, um, and that fear might be a good thing in a way because you say it, it kind of motivates you to keep going, right? And maybe that's also the case for me. But I've also realized that it's important to kind of deal with that fear mm -hmm. because your fear, your fear is about things like fading and, and like, you know, everything is fleeting in a way. Um, but that's also kind of the truth. Mm -hmm. Everything point is going to end. And realizing that, embracing that idea of, you know, how long do we have? You have like a hundred years, maybe 90 years. Um, you also have to spend a lot of time enjoying it and not just fearing what could possibly go wrong. So, you know? so where did, where did the whole stay vibrant and the word vibrant, I'm sure you're sick of talking about it, but oh, where it is like, to me, you're incredibly young to have a philosophy. Like I, I picture you imagining, I need a word. I need a word that inspires me whenever I get down or I need something. Cause I've always thought that way. Like, if, you know, every time I'm down, is there something I can think about that just at least doesn't make me fall through the floor? It just kind of holds me and brings me back up a little. Like, how did that happen? How did Stay Vibrant Vibrant happen for you? The Stay Vibrant thing happened um, one night at a festival I was playing at. I was playing at EDC Las Vegas. And um, for some reason, everything was just looking super vibrant. The, the lights, the people around me were vibrant. The vibe was vibrant. Um, and I don't know why, but suddenly the word popped into my head. I honestly, I, I honestly cannot tell you why, but it was just the, the location I was at inspired me for some reason to come up with that word vibrant. And I was like, this is such a beautiful word. I even looked it up and I was like, what does this mean? It means, you know, colorful, alive, uh, lively. And I was like, this is such a great word. Why don't we use it more often? So during that show, I, I think I said stay vibrant over like about 20 times or something. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I, I was kind of, uh, I was a little bit, uh, I was a little bit drunk and I was just feeling the vibe. It was just super vibrant. <laughs> and ever since, ever since then, um, people have been using it in, 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 in you know, 
in a weird way, I, I guess it's, I never thought it'd become a thing. And I guess it's kind of a thing now, stay vibrant. Um, to me, stay vibrant is all about embracing the ups and downs of life. It's not really about, you know, it's not per se positive vibes only because you can't enjoy the highs if you don't have the lows, you know? Yep. So stay, staying yep. vibrant, being vibrant is about embracing the ups and downs of life, but with an optimistic uh, approach. It's kind of realistic optimism. It's not like saying everything is great, smile, but it's about, you know, opening the conversation. There's bad days, there's good days. And what can you do to have... Do, do you... Or, do putting aside you saying the word to other people or posting it on Instagram, do you say it to yourself personally, like just throughout the day? Um, I, I don't say it to myself, but I, um, when I, there's this thing going on within my, my friend group, instead of saying goodbye, we say stay vibrant, you know, and I've seen other people do it as well or text it to each other. Like and say, instead of saying, see you later, you're like, hey, hey man, stay vibrant. I think it's a cool thing. I love it. It's no, I, think it I think it's awesome. And what, tell me about the percent, which I love as well, which is it's this whole idea. And it, I'm going to put it in my words. You can tell if I'm right. It's the whole idea of it's it, I used to I used to go. I used to go to uh, like a therapy session um, mm -hmm. and I loved going because it was the only time in my life where I knew the questions they were going to ask me beforehand, because I'd always ask the same questions, like, how are you doing? It's the first question, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And what was amazing was, it's the only time I've ever kind of thought to myself, where am I? Like, where, where on, a, on a scale, that's what it is. It's a scale, how do I feel? Because you're not questioning yourself. And to me, that's what it is. It's, where, how do I feel right now? And you're putting it, yeah. you're giving it a, a percentage, correct? Yeah, and, and I think the percentage is like, the best way to kind of describe how you're feeling without having to put it in too many words. Yeah. You know, we're, we're oftentimes in a situation where we're not really able to talk deeply about what, what, what's going on in your life. You know, it's a complicated question. How are you is the most complicated yeah. question yet, yet it is the first thing we ask someone when we see them. Yep. And uh, so I started, I started saying, yeah, I don't know, man, I'm like 71%. How about you? And, the funny thing is the reaction of the other person is always like, oh, I get what you're saying. I'm like 85%. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's, kind of a, it's a really kind of fun and quirky way to, to, to show someone. I think someone. it's genius. I think it's but genius. Have you I ever been 100? 100% uh, is very uncommon. It's like... Have you it's, ever been it? Have you ever, have you ever had that? 100% one, one day when I was playing at Red Rocks and everything just fell into place. You know, we'd been working on that, that show for years and the vibe was just super vibrant and everything felt right. And I was 100% and like, you know, it was a beautiful day. What's but the, I don't want to... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, I don't want people to, to over you. The 100% looks really nice. Also like visually looks really nice and i don't want people to overuse it because otherwise everyone's going to be like oh, i'm 100 percent. today is a good day 100 percent. no it's not like that it's more precise don't you got to really stay stay true to the to the scale to the vibrant scale you know what i'm saying so is there if you talk about goals is there a 
is, do you know something out there that you want to achieve that would get you to 100 again? Oh, well, of course, that changes over. Um, it changes every month for me. Um, right now, I'm really focusing on on learning to be in the moment. That's uh, that's one of the biggest goals from I set for myself lately. And it sounds it sounds super cheesy and corny. Live in the moment, but if you think about it, it's it's one of the hardest things. Yeah. And I mean, this entire pandemic is 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 a great. I mean, it's awful, but it's it's the best time to start focusing on yourself because there's literally, for me, not much else I can do. I mean, I, I can't go, I can't travel, I can't do shows, I can't, um, I can't go visit people. Um, so I might as well try to enjoy being with myself and figuring out who I am. Really. Are you spiritual? I, I think so, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't want to put it in any, I don't want to put any, I don't want to put my spirituality in any box or whatever, but I think I believe in, in, in special things and yeah. I'm not super scientific. One, one plus one is two. I mean, it is, but why? So, is it? so what's a, give me the lowest percent and why? Officially the lowest percent is zero, but it's also for very uncomfortable. No, not for me. I've never been zero percent because that really so means, you know, like you're you're barely breathing at that point. You know what I'm saying? It's zero percent is extremely low, very uncommon. So but in, in for, for hold on, so Mike, in in what you love to do, which is music, when was the lowest for you? Oh, a great question. Um, well, I, I remember, I've, I've I've had a couple of moments, but one of the moments was when I uh. Uh, I was I was in a I was in a, a label deal and and I showed them my album and they really did not like it and they didn't believe it they didn't want to go for it and I I presented something that I was really proud of and it made me really doubt myself and, and my uh, and my choices and uh, yet still I stuck to my guns no I, I, guns your guns yeah yeah, yeah. guns yeah. And and I and I went for it, and that you know, my first album, album one, was, to me was a was a was a huge success because people connected to it, and uh, that's all that mattered to me. So that was a low point for me. But then I made it, I made it, I made the percentage go up by believing in myself and just going for it. But isn't that wild? That in theory, when I think about that, your lowest point was also the most was in some ways the most highest point because you believed in yourself. You know what I mean? It, we rise, I guess it's a, it's up and downs, man. That's really, life is up, ups and downs. And that's one of the, that's what I know for sure. Life is not always happiness and perfection and, and great. That's not life. Life is a roller coaster. So is it, is it true that you got your break Via SoundCloud, via, via trying stuff on SoundCloud, absolutely, hundred percent. And was it? And I've heard. I remember. Um, who was it? I didn't even know the artist Russ. Russ or Rusty or no? Russ is an American artist. Russ. Um, he's he's very big. I've not heard his music. Um, very big, but I remember talking to him and a boogie, a boogie with the hoodie, also another hip hop artist. 
And both of them, I thought it was amazing, was they use SoundCloud in a way just to try stuff, just to get a reaction. It, it, to me, it's, it's the same reason I love Instagram is I want to see how people react to our brand and what it, it's telling me if it's working or not. And, and SoundCloud, to me, it's, not, it's the same thing, that idea that you're willing to experiment with your fans to see what's working. So Russ, as an example, just as an example, he found that people were listening to him in, in, in the Middle East. They loved him. So he went right there. That's where he went to go greet his cool. fans and do shows there. Cause that's where, and he built his base wherever they are. I'm going to go find you. So cool. was that kind of for you? Well, for me, as funny as that might sound, it was you guys, America. Mm. I, I, I was here in my little room in Holland in the corner of my room, making these weird beats. <laughs> and, uh, and I put them on SoundCloud and I, and I got a lot of plays, but they were all from, from America, mainly California. That, that was where it all started for me, especially when I dropped the, one of my remixes, the Dr. Dre, the next episode remix, that really blew up there and, and, and DJ started playing it on the radio too and like in their sets. Um, and, and you know, that's why I started touring in the US because I was like, that's where I have to be. They're, because they, they, they like me there. Yeah, they, you guys understand. And for some reason, maybe maybe Holland was just too small for for a Holland catch. It caught up later, later on. Uh, like three years later, they started kind of being interested in, and I started doing shows here in Holland. But it all started in the U.S. for me. Do you still use SoundCloud today in the sense of trying things? I use SoundCloud today for finding things. Yeah, uh, that's also a big. Uh, I, I used SoundCloud back in the days as well, of like getting inspired, finding new things, finding new remixes. It was really easy to to put out remixes, unofficial remixes on SoundCloud because it was a jungle. There was no labels, there was no copyright, whatever. You could do whatever you want. And, and that was beautiful. And I think we all kind of long for that freedom again. But, you know, the labels have made it very difficult to to be that free. Today, do you remember your first show? performance in front of an audience as son holo or as a, a human being <laughs> you you in front of people yes i was uh i was 13 years old and i and i got asked to play a song at our uh at like our school party school event yeah i loved it because for the first time i thought i was i was doing something you know that people connected with and uh i was never the cool kid or whatever but but that moment i felt i felt okay i felt cool you know what i mean did it feel different when you were for the first performance at san holo um a little bit because back then we were playing cover songs so it yeah. was like a cover band situation i i played other people's songs but um the san holo was very special because I got to play my own stuff and to see there's something special about seeing people move and dance and later on sing along to your own music that's a feeling that uh is indescribable it's beautiful yeah. so with uh with COVID today I know you just played Tomorrowland what was that like weird but cool very yeah. weird um we we drove up to 
we drove to Belgium because they have a big studio over there. They have multiple studios all over the world. Um, but, but we played in, uh, you know, Belgium is close. So we drove there two hours and it was just huge room with a green screen, like the biggest green screen I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I just had to perform as if there were people there, but there was just a crew with a camera, a bunch of cameras. It, it was kind of awkward, but, but awesome. I'm, I'm happy I got to experience it. And it, it, I'm sure it also, I think with everything, you got to, I, I, I was watching the, uh, uh, the Last Dance, which is the Michael Jordan document, the series. And one of the things I learned from that is uh, the coach, Phil Jackson said, uh, and something I believe in, you got to adapt. You got to adapt and move quickly. Um, mm -hmm. Anything that comes at you, you got to be able to change. And I feel like even, even in this environment, you can figure out, okay, well, I'm not performing now, or I'm not going to do this. So how do I switch? How do I switch gears and, and do just as well in this environment? And I think uh, to me, that's the takeaway. I hope everyone kind of thinks about it's not just wait for it to come back, but adapt to it. Adapt. Yeah. Do, do you feel that? When this all started, I definitely felt a sense of uh, restlessness as yeah. in what am I going to do now? You know, we, yeah. we had this, huge tour planned, big shows planned. And uh, none of that happened ever. And I was like, what, what am I going to do now? Um, but I also realized everyone is in the same boat. Everyone is in this. We're all in this together. Um, it, it made me even feel kind of selfish to think about what am I going to do when the world is in such a dark place right now? Um, so I, I started doing what I would I, I guess, do best or love the most, which is I started making music and I mm -hmm. call it Stay Vibrant. And I started releasing music as like an EP called Stay Vibrant. And, uh, and I hope I kind of boosted people's percentage with that, you know? That was the goal. No, definitely. Um, so uh, um, I know why I like you. Oh. Uh, and I think, I think, I just wish I was as, as, as aware at your age, because it took me 20 years later to get there, but we have the same birthday, November 26th. Really? Yes. Oh, so, shit, really? so, so to me, we have something much stronger in common and I'm a big believer in, in that kind of crap. But, um, Sagittarius. so it's Sagittarius, of course, Sagittarius. So, <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Sorry. So what's, what's, what, if there's a, the next two last questions, what's the next big goal for you? What would you like to have happen? The next thing you would like to achieve? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've been working on a very big project I can't really talk about, but um, I, I put all my heart and all my love into that project and uh, everything kind of got rescheduled. And it's so hard to to wait and to, you know, wait for the right time. But that's what I'm doing right now. But I, I, I just can't wait to show the world what I've been working on. And uh, I can't wait to see people's reactions. That My goal is to, to show what I made and have people enjoy it or hate it or whatever. But I, I just got to put it out. You got to put it and, out. Uh, yeah. And other than that... Um, like I mentioned earlier, as I as I mentioned as I mentioned earlier, I would love to be able to to focus 
uh, my time on, uh, on 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 being in the moment a little bit more. Instead of thinking, oh, I have to be working on this right now to feel happy, I I got kind of addicted to uh, always working on something because that's when I feel like I'm doing some like I have purpose. But but that's not it. I think I think it's something else. I'm not figuring. I I haven't figured out what it is exactly. But I need to be able to contend without. 24/7 working on music and working on yeah. this career or whatever, you know. No, that's great self-awareness. So, so last question is um uh, not not what would you different, but what would you tell yourself that you wish you would have done earlier? A lot of things that I uh a lot of things that I have learned the, the past couple of months. I um I don't know maybe it's my age but I started to realize how rare life is and how you know uncommon it is that that we're that I'm here that I'm able to do what I'm doing that uh, I can suck so much more happiness out of little things that you see happen every day like watching the sun come up or seeing it go down or you know those little things we take for granted um i i would i'm not i don't regret anything but i wish i knew that 10 years ago mm, makes sense makes sense so before before oh, <laughs> this is really funny you want to know this my daughter just text text me literally this is her text oh my god you're interviewing san holo the fuck he's awesome i love his music how funny is that she didn't know She's 21, by the way, so she's not she's not little little. It's so funny she just said that. Well, thank um, you. And she doesn't she, well, she doesn't give a shit about me until it's somebody that she can relate to. She has no fucking clue. Um, <laughs> anyway, I love her. But last last thing I want to do is some fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna say ten ten words to you, and I want the first word association. First thing that comes to your mind, one word. You can only say one word. All right. I really suck at this, but let's go. No, 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 this is good. Well, I, I love doing it because I'm always drinking, so it's more fun when you're drinking. So, f first word, ready? Music. Vibrant. <laughs> Happiness. Nature. Dogs. Flow, my dog. Festivals. Coachella. Guitar. Fender. Favorite band. Animals. Animals. Oh, birds. Absolutely birds. Light. The song changed my life. Family. Spend more time. SoundCloud. Miss it. I miss it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And stay vibrant. Every day. All right. So, <laughs> sorry, too. Sal, it was it was perfect. I appreciate this. Again, I, I do it because it's for me. It's I love talking to people. I get motivated by talking to people. I think your honesty and and uh, your self awareness is incredible. I hope more people. I'm I'm sure not only your your fans love your music, but they love you even more, which is awesome. I, I just I get it just from talking to you. 
Um, I wish you success and you're going to continue to have it. I wish you health. Um, uh, my daughter will now at least something will, she'll kiss my ass a little more now because she knows I talked to you. So thank you for that. Um, but keep doing what you're doing and I can't wait for your next big project. I'll, I'll, I'll be one of your biggest fans. I promise. And good luck with the move. Good luck with the move. And, and, and if you don't drink all the alcohol, share it with your friends. That'll make them vibrant. I, I will for sure. And uh, you have my number, right? You're going to send me a yes, text? Yes, I do. I'll hit you. I'll hit you. I'll hit you. Promise. Promise. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Stay healthy.